Today you are going to be equipped to have victory over the enemy. Because we live in a spiritual war. And this is one of the most important parts of why church is necessary. Why coming to church is necessary, vital, vital if a believer wants to have victory in their life and please God and fulfill their purpose. It's to come to church. Why? Because in Ephesians 4.11, it said that God gave, Jesus gave to the church, to the church, the Acts church, which continues until Jesus returns. It's not separate church. The church, the one and only church God gave to the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And it goes on to say in Ephesians 4.11, the purpose of these gifts are to equip the believers, the body, so that they won't be baby Christians, immature, easily deceived by the enemy, but that they would be mature, powerful vessels of God, able to have victory over the enemy's schemes. So this is what happens when you come to church. This is why we're called fivefold church, by the way, is because God is restoring the fivefold ministry to the body of Christ. Because we need all five, it's like nutrients. They all carry a special grace, a special anointing, a specific way for you to be equipped. God cannot fully equip you without all five. And so the purpose of an apostle, one of the purposes of the the apostle is they deal with the maturing and opening up your spiritual eyes and helping you to discern What's going on in the spiritual realm? The enemy schemes. The apostle has this grace. You will be victorious, a powerful vessel of God. I'm going to reveal to you prophetically what's going on in the spiritual realm so you can know and not be a baby deceived believer anymore. Amen. This is very important because the enemy is serious about his work. He's serious about his business. We can't be just a, yay, I'm Christian and I can just do whatever. But we need to take it seriously, being a disciple of Jesus. We need to take this seriously or we will not have victory. We will not please Jesus. We will not fulfill our purpose. We have to take this seriously. It's the devil means serious business, so we need, to, we need to mean even more serious business. Hallelujah. So today, today you will be equipped to protect what God has given you and what he will give you in the future. The healing, the deliverance, the provision, the blessings of God. the place where he wants to plant you so you can be like a tree that blossoms, that has roots deep. What God wants to give you, the anointing he wants to impart to you, the power of God he wants to impart to you so you can really walk in your true purpose. Today, God is going to equip you to make sure that what he gives you You don't lose. You don't lose. Because you need to know that the enemy does not want you to receive from God. And if you've received from God, he does not want you to keep what you have received. Because, yes, you can lose it. Absolutely. Many people lose the blessings that God has given them. So this word... It's very important, very important. I feel God's heart like I need my children to be protected today. I need them to receive protection from the enemy's schemes. So there's two options in this life. Either the enemy has victory over your life or God has victory over your life. Amen. It's either or. It's either or. Because God's put you on this earth to have complete freedom, to receive the full inheritance of what he gave 
you on that cross. And from there, you to be a powerful vessel of God, fulfilling the purpose of why he created you to be here on this earth. That's God having victory over your life. You could be a Christian your whole life, but not receive complete freedom. That's not God having victory over your life. You could be a Christian your whole life and not walk in your true purpose. That's not God having victory over your life. That's the enemy having victory over your life. And that's why I say we have to take this seriously. Amen. We have to fight for God's victory over our lives. Because the enemy is fighting to have victory. So we have to fight for God's victory. Amen. So the enemy... uh, a big part of this equipping that comes from from apostles and also prophets because they can see in the spiritual realm. It's this prophetic gifting and grace. But this equipping has to do with revealing the enemy's schemes in your life. Because once you know the enemy's schemes, he can't trick you anymore. That's how you're able to discern the lies and snatch them away. Instead of being confused, Is this God? Is this the enemy? What's going on? Why do I feel this way? Right? So the enemy does not want you to fulfill your purpose on this earth. This is what he's after. And this is what you need to be aware of. You need to know that you were created to be a powerful vessel of God. Your purpose is powerful on this earth it is powerful and all of the thoughts you've had in your mind that go against that are lies from the devil this is the truth it's God's plan to use you powerfully you are enough to be used powerfully by God you are enough to advance the kingdom of God that will in a way that will change the world This is what the enemy does not want more than anything. You have to know what the enemy's really after. He's not after to torture people and put people in bondage just for the fun of it. No. Yes, he's evil, but that's not his main motive. He brings oppression upon people's lives because he does not want them to be used powerfully by God and God's kingdom to advance and the devil's kingdom to go down. That's why he brings oppression. So what does he do? The first thing the first thing he tries is to try to keep people blinded to the fact that God exists. What's been so incredible is when demons manifested here, they spoke truth. They are forced to speak truth when the power of God is present. And so we've been witnessing them speak truth. Just like when Jesus was in the synagogue when he first started his ministry. It says he was preaching, then a demon manifested and said, You are the Son of God! They're forced to reveal, to expose the truth. And what's been so powerful is we've seen demons expose the truth here as they manifest. We've seen them say, one of the things they said was, the biggest lie is that God does not exist. So many people are blinded by the spiritual realm. This is what a demon spoke. Number one, this is the scheme. Try to convince people that God doesn't exist. When that doesn't work, when people believe in Jesus, give their lives to Jesus, what does he try next? He tries to oppress oppress people. That's why he tries so hard in Christians to oppress. Because when you are oppressed, you cannot fulfill your purpose. You need to be free, chains free, to be, to be able to fulfill your purpose. To be able to fulfill your purpose. Amen? Because that's what it's like to have oppression. It's like, I want to serve God, but I'm stuck. I don't want to be an addiction. I don't want to be depressed. But the chains are there. 
So you need the power of God to break the chain so then you can be free to be used powerfully by God and never an open door for the enemy. Free, full of energy, joy, full of strength. So when the enemy comes, I'm free. I have strength against the enemy. You have to be free. You have to be free. Even the greatest case scenario, when a Christian doesn't find, when a Christian doesn't find oppression in their life, much oppression maybe, but their spiritual eyes haven't been opened, like was my case. I was a Christian my whole life. I did not have much oppression, praise God. And that has a lot to do with my, my parents and their parents. They were all believers and were very pure. Oh, wow, this matters. This, ma- there's, there's, this is powerful. When we have a history where doors weren't open for the enemy. And this is a reason why oppression happens many times because of what happened in past generations. This is the importance of, deliver, of deliverance. It's not as simple as don't sin. It's no, we need something broken from generations past. Amen? So in the greatest case scenario like me, I didn't find a lot of oppression before, I, before my eyes opened up and I encountered the power of God, which made me to surrender because I fell in love with Jesus as I encountered his power, as I saw who he really was. But before my eyes opened up, I was lukewarm. I was not surrendered to God. I wanted to be, but I was not. And so if God had not opened up my spiritual eyes to get to the place where I could fall in love with him, where I could surrender to him, I would not be here today. I did not want to be an apostle. I did not want to be a minister. Public speaking was my biggest fear, my biggest weakness. I wanted to be a singer. But it was only because I had fallen in love with Jesus because he opened up my eyes by encountering his power that then made me desire to surrender, truly surrender, even if that meant giving up my biggest dreams. See, the opening of my eyes, the encountering his power, receiving his power, these are the things that led me to be able to be walking in my purpose now. And if God never opened up my eyes in the spiritual realm, I would have stayed lukewarm. I would have stayed not surrendered. And when you're lukewarm, that is like a door open for the enemy. Something's bound to happen. I would have found oppression in my life eventually. So, the enemy does not want your spiritual eyes to open up. Because when they open up, you will be able to receive freedom. You will be able to come to discern where the power of God is to have every yoke broken off of your life. And then once you're set free, you can now can fulfill your purpose. You now can be in a place where you can be equipped and walk in his power. Amen? So the thing that he's after is he doesn't want you to walk in your purpose. He doesn't want you to be used in the kingdom of God. We've seen there were several people who came who demons were cast out here. And several times, listen to what the demon said. The demon said through one of them, I torment her all the time in her mind, messing with her faith because I do not want her to preach the gospel. She will not preach the gospel. By all, by all means, I will, she will not preach the gospel. I will, try, I will stop her. She will not do it. He spoke this so adamantly through her. Another girl came, was delivered, demons manifested, and they spoke. I don't want to go because she has a calling on her life. Another demon spoke through a different girl. I don't want to go. I was sent to kill her because she cannot go to the nations. She cannot speak for the kingdom of God. She's too powerful. When we can be in a place where the power of God is, it opens up our spiritual eyes so much. 
You know, because, I mean, I can preach to you all day. You have a powerful calling on your life. doesn't matter where you are right now. I can preach to you all day. The power in preaching the gospel. Ah, when you speak about Jesus, that's the most powerful thing on this earth. And you are changing the world by spreading the gospel. You know, I can speak that all day, but there's something different happens. There's, there's a new layer of your spiritual eyes opening when you can witness a demon speaking this out of people. This is the truth. This is what the devil does not want you to do. It's to fulfill your purpose. It's to speak about Jesus. You're all called to spread the gospel. Whatever your purpose is in life, whether you're called to be a preacher, whether you're called to be a a teacher, a salesperson, a dentist, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it is, an actor, a singer, whatever it is, you are called to preach the gospel through your life. You are called to walk in the power of God in every area. Please take this in now. Please take this, this, this revelation in now. Take it to heart about what the enemy is after. Do not take lightly what I'm saying. This is very important for you to have victory in your life. So, do you think the enemy is happy about people flying across the country to receive freedom? No. The enemy does not want people to be free. He does not. His, his plan is, is over. His game is over when that happens. We heard another testimony last week of a woman who was set free. She testified how she has never had a good day in her life. She's been in comas. Doctors didn't know what was wrong with her. Literally her whole life she was oppressed, but she didn't know it was spiritual. She didn't know what was wrong with her. She just started going to a church. And at that church, she started acting weird, like throwing things in the church. And it was like, she said that it was like the enemy was mad that she was running to Jesus. Then she came across Fivefold Church online, the videos. And she's seen people be set free. So then through the videos, God opened up her eyes oh my goodness, this is where I can receive freedom. This is the problem. They don't know what's wrong with me. And this is, I can see this is like spiritual, like what I'm seeing on the videos. So if I go there, I'll be free. So she testifies last week. She said that once she reached out to me, I messaged her back saying, yes, come and prayed for her. She said that it's like demons woke up in her. They were sleeping before, but the power of God exposed them, like what happens with when Jesus ministered and demons started speaking. Ah, don't send me to the pigs. Or, ah, you are the son of God. It exposes them. It makes them to not hide anymore. She was being tormented her, her whole life, but they were hidden. They were hidden. And it wasn't seen as, oh, it's a spiritual issue. You need to find where the power of God is. That couldn't come to her. But now her eyes had opened through seeing the power of God at work. So she said that she tried to come to church that next Sunday. And there was so much warfare that she couldn't even get out of bed. She said, I'm going to make sure my husband brings me next week. I have to get there. She says, it was like the demons knew that I would be free when I came here. She's like, it's like they knew. They fought that hard. So she, she got here this week, and she said, we couldn't find you. We couldn't find you. I went to my car. We gave up. I went to my car. I prayed. God, lead us there. And he was victorious, and he led her here. And God set her free of many demons last week right here. Hallelujah. Praise God. He had the victory. 
You just have to be strong. The devil tries so hard, but you just have to be strong because God is with you if you will make up your mind. The devil cannot have victory over me. God will have the victory. I will receive freedom. When you can make up your mind and choose to believe, God backs you up. No matter what the enemy is throwing your way, trying to get in the way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So some of you probably have faced trials even coming here. She didn't face trials going to that to the other church, but there was power there was God's power was moving here. And so that's when the demons were keeping her not even to come. Do you see how the enemy does not want you to be free? It's very important you realize this. Because in the future, the enemy will try. He's probably tried today for many of you. That's because he knows the power of God is here to free you. He's not happy about that. He's not happy about that. You know, when you, when you really encounter the power of God anointing, you are, you, are at a, you are set up now to receive the fullness of what God wants to give you and what God wants to pour into you so, so you can be used powerfully by him. Because the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Amen? God wants to use you in power in this world. And the power of God, the anointing, is what breaks the yoke. The anointing is the only thing that will set you free from the demonic oppression in your life. And we know the power of God is not everywhere. So when you can find the power of God, anointing, you are set up to receive the fullness, the inheritance, the fullness of the inheritance of what Jesus provided for you on the cross. You are set up now to receive impartation, anointing, to carry the power of God in this life. Because it says, it says in First um, Timothy four fourteen, don't minimize the powerful gift that operates in your life, for it was imparted to you by the laying on of hands of the elders, and was activated through the prophecy they spoke over you. We see throughout the Old Testament how Elijah releases anointing power of God to Elisha. They were both walking in mighty power of God. We see how Moses, walking in power of God, releases it to Joshua. Now we see Joshua walking in wonders as well. We see Timothy under Apostle Paul, receiving from him. And this scripture here shows us that the way that spiritual gifts, power of God, anointing is released to you, happens at the church through impartation of leaders who carry anointing power of God. That's how to receive the power of God in your life. That's God's system. That's God's order. That's how it works in the spiritual realm. So when you are here, you are set up to fulfill your purpose in this life. You are set up when you are where the power of God is flowing, wherever it is. You are at a place where you will receive impartation, anointing to be a powerful vessel of God. And this equipping, this equipping like you're receiving today to have victory over the enemy's schemes. It's, and it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I also want to mention why coming to a place where the power of God is important to be set free from oppression. Because in Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6, 12, it says, we wrestle not 
We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So each of these are actual different, each of these that it lists, it lists principalities, powers, rulers, spiritual wickedness. These are actually different levels of demonic powers in the spiritual realm. So every believer, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can deal with the lower level spiritual warfare. For example, lies of the enemy that come. You have the power of God in you, Holy Spirit in you. To meditate on the word of God, speak the word of God, and send the devil away. He has to flee as you resist him. Amen? Every believer who has the Holy Spirit can deal with the lower level demonic forces. But the higher level demonic forces, like I just mentioned, principalities and rulers, these require higher level anointing to deal with the higher level demonic power. This is the great importance of coming to church. And not just any church, but where the power of God is. This is what we see in Apostle Paul and Apostle Peter, how they carried an extra higher level of the power of God, of anointing. That Apostle Peter was walking by sick people and his shadow was casting demons out and healing people. Apostle Paul, they were taking handkerchiefs, putting it to his skin, then putting it on sick people and demon-possessed people. Demons fleed. People were healed. So we see this is unusual. The Bible even says God was doing such unusual, extraordinary miracles through the hands of Apostle Paul. It says this. So, so he carried an unusual, a higher level of anointing. So this is why being at a place where the power of God is, is vital for you to have victory in your life. It is vital. So you can be set free completely, no matter the high demonic curse power in your life. And so you can be equipped and received impartation anointing to fulfill the purpose that God has for you on this earth. Hallelujah. Now that you know this, you need to know that the devil does not want you here. If you have not been free yet, the devil doesn't want you here because he doesn't want you to be free. If you are completely free, the devil does not want you here. Because you will receive anointing power of God here to fully equip you, make you a mature, powerful vessel of God, walk in the power of God, advance the kingdom of God. When the demons were speaking through these people saying, I don't want her to preach the gospel. I don't want her to speak for the kingdom of God. Now, they're speaking with the accurate revelation of what that means. By that I mean they're not speaking, just, just preach about Jesus with no power. No, when they say, I don't want her to preach the gospel, I don't want her to spread the gospel, they're talking about, I don't want her to carry the power of God in her. And when she talks about Jesus with people, whether she's called to be a preacher or whether she's just talking to people in life and, and, they, and speaks to them, I speak depression to leave you now. And depression lifts off the person, right? That's how God wants to use you. That's how God wants to use you, that power would be in you. And miracles would happen through you. You don't have to be a preacher to have miracles happen through you. These spiritual gifts are for all believers. So that's what the demons were saying. I don't want her to preach the gospel. It wasn't the way that maybe you, many people think what that means. No, it doesn't mean with no power. It means carry the power of God and release it. Okay, so... The devil does not want you here. You need to get that in your mind. You need to get that in your mind because there will be attacks that will try to keep you from coming 
and receiving more power of God, more equipping in your life, there will be. Look at Joseph in the Bible, Joseph, son of Jacob. He had a chill life hanging out with his family till one day God gave him a dream to be used powerfully by him. It was revealed as he spoke. The devil could see, ah, this person's called to do powerful things on this earth. This person is called to be anointed. And the devil was terrified of the, of the anointing that would come upon Joseph's life. The devil was terrified of, the, of his purpose on this earth. So we read in the story how then the brothers of Joseph throw him in the pit to die. And then they decide, well, we don't want him to die, but we'll sell him to be a slave. Now, this wasn't just the brothers were just born evil. No, this was the devil freaking out. Oh, God wants to use him powerfully. And now he's receiving the dream that God gave him. He's anointed. Oh, I, I need to stop it. I need to stop it. I need to stop it. The devil didn't need to mess around too much before. But now he's got a target on his back, Joseph. So the devil sent demonic spirits to the brothers. We're going to kill our brother. I mean, that's only the devil, right? That's not normal. That's not normal. Then we see, we see David. We see David. We see King David. Minded his business with the sheep. Has a family, living life, it's good. But when God anoints him, when the devil sees there's anointing on his life, there's a calling on his life, God will use him powerfully. And now he's, he's been anointed. He, he, he was anointed by Samuel, prophet Samuel. He's in a place to be, to be equipped, to be mentored, to receive this power of God in his life, the flow of anointing. Then, the devil sends a demonic spirit to Saul, who's supposed to be a man of God. And now Saul is sending armies to try to kill David. That's not normal. That can only be explained by the enemy. The enemy saying, I am terrified. Of David specifically, because he's anointed, because he has a call in his life, and he's just received the power of God. It can't keep flowing in his life. Oh, no, I need to try to make it stop. Jesus. Jesus was living a chill life, not too much trouble. But when he proclaims from Isaiah in the temple, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel, to set the captives free, to bring recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed. When he simply announces, I am anointed, and I'm going to now set free the oppressed, heal the sick, preach the gospel. When he simply announced this in church, the church people, the religious people, chased him off a cliff, tried to chase him off a cliff to kill him. But God protected him and he escaped and then he went on to minister and cast out demons and preach the gospel right after that. But that's not normal. <laughs> you know, I keep saying that's not normal because <laughs> many of you have never encountered the power of God before. The power of God's rare. We don't see many stories of this on the news. Ten several brothers put brother to die in pit because he had a dream and they're jealous of him. Right? It sounds so fictional, but it's real life. It's the Bible. We don't hear on the news. A king sends huge armies to try to kill this one man who actually helped him be free of a demonic spirit by playing his harp but he's jealous of him, so he sends armies to kill him. 
That's not normal. We don't hear this on the news today. Sounds fictional, but it really happened. Even, even, the, even the, the zeal of Saul who turned to Apostle Paul, the zeal of him killing Christians, that's not normal. This is spiritual. So when you come in, ta- come in contact with the power of God, when God wants to bring you to a place, not just to be one time, but to keep receiving, to continually receive deliverance and healing, because it doesn't always happen just one time. Sometimes there's been a lot of oppression that takes more, more light to come, more power and light to free you completely. Once God's bring, brought you to a place where he wants you to keep coming to receive more anointing, more power of God, to free you completely, to heal you completely. And step two, now to equip you, to equip you, to fulfill your purpose on this earth, to constantly impart anointing into your life, where you start to see your life changing in every area because you're carrying power. You're carrying anointing. Once, once this happens, once you've found where God's power is moving, The devil doesn't just sit by. He does not. He does not. You know, I didn't find so much attack on my life before until I started walking in my calling, until I started carrying anointing and receiving more and going forward doing the work of God. I didn't see much, like, attack in my life much. But as soon as I did, it was like the Bible came alive in my life. You've seen the Bible come alive here. Maybe demons cast out, people being healed. Well, it's the full Bible come alive. (laughs) The spiritual warfare that happens. It's the full Bible. But Jesus is good. I share this to prepare you, not to scare you. Amen? (laughs) Jesus is good. Oh, my goodness. I've always had victory through Jesus. But by doing what I'm sharing with you now, what I'm, what I'm about to release to you now of, of how, you got to be aware first. got to be aware that there's a target on your back when you're receiving power of God. you gotta, you got to be aware that the enemy will not sit by. So, like, God called me to start the church, Fivefold Church, four years ago. And we had, like, ten people only like 10, 15, sometimes 20 people. And like there was this one person who became like so jealous of me, but I was just like loving to her. I didn't do anything wrong to her at all. But this jealousy turned to be like seriously like Saul. I mean, started making up crazy lies and spreading them to people, people leaving because they believed the lies and then even trying to call where we were having church, where we were renting, saying some ridiculous lie to try to shut us down, to try to keep them from not renting to us anymore. I was like, this can only be explained by the call on my life and the power of God. Amen? Like, that's, that's not normal. <laughs> that's not normal spiritual warfare. That's not normal trials in life. Amen? There is this other person who, by God's grace, it had been a couple years into my calling, and by God's grace, he had really helped me love my enemies and love them when they would be mean to me, by God's grace. And so there was this one person who just had so much anger and would just, like, lash out, and I didn't do anything wrong, but she would, they would just lash out, and then... One day, out of nowhere, sends me this text message cursing me. I've never been cursed at before, but literally, like, expletives, like, cursing me for no reason. Like, usually that would make sense if you do something wrong, why someone would do that. But it was literally out of nowhere. It's not normal. (laughs) This is spiritual. This is spiritual. Amen? So 
I mean, I also had, like, Judas. We see Judas betray Jesus. How can Judas betray Jesus? And Judas was trusted. He was trusted with money. There was only 12 disciples. After all the wonders that Jesus did, he made it through the whole way. How could he do what he did? It's not normal. It doesn't make sense. It's spiritual. It's because of the anointing on Jesus' life. Jesus, they were saying that he was using demonic powers to cast out demons. The godly religious people of that day were saying this about him. We're showing up to his church meetings like here, trying to find him breaking the law. Oh, he healed somebody on the Sabbath. We got to get, this is not normal. (laughs) Amen. But it's because of the anointing on his life. This is what the devil cannot stand. I stand here with passion because I want you to learn from my life. I stand here because I'm, tell- I'm preaching my life right now. I'm preaching my life. The, the, the attacks have been so crazy, but ever since I walked into this, stepped into this anointing, but, ah, if your spiritual eyes can open up and see, wow, for the devil to try this hard, for that person to be so mean to me, for that person to make up all these lies, try to get me shut down, Wow, there must be a real calling on my life. I must be in the right place. There really must be the power of God in me that the devil's terrified of. Amen? Amen? And so every time these things would happen, and these things would happen, and they would happen, the, the, the Bible says that the devil um, tempts and then he leaves for a time. So these things will happen, and they happen every time you go to the next level. Every time you come to a next level, the enemy comes and tries. And when he comes and tries, you need to remember what I'm sharing with you now, to be prepared for this moment, and to understand he's only a liar, to to be like, wow, I've never seen some kind of attack like this in my life. I've never seen someone trying to keep me from church so much. I've never seen someone speak so nasty to me. I've never seen somebody else try to keep me from church so much. Can you imagine how the religious Pharisees were spreading nonsense about Jesus in those times? Can you imagine all the people that, all the lies saying, don't go to Jesus, he's using demonic powers. Can you imagine so when this, these things happen in your life, when you face this kind of warfare, remember this word that I'm sharing with you right now. Remember that this will happen. Trials will happen. But Jesus has the victory over your life as long as you choose to not be deceived by the enemy. As long as you can value this word, take it, take it to heart. Take what you've received to heart. Amen? Even, even um, uh, like last week, there was, a, there was this person who made several Instagram accounts um, called like Satan, Satan is Lord or something. Some, I don't even remember what that was, but some nonsense of that. Or Hail Satan is what it says on the, as the, the at, you know. And then they would comment on my, on so many of my videos, you will stop preaching the gospel. You will stop. You will stop. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You must stop. You must stop. Then started coming into the live, the lives. Probably some of them are here now. May they receive freedom. May you receive freedom now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Some of them saying, um, she must die. She will die. She'll get in an accident. Writing this to me. Even in one of the bios, it, it has my, my username, at Apostle Catherine Crick, um, see you in hell, it says to one of them. I mean, hey, I take this as a compliment. Amen. We got to choose to not let the devil win. Amen. We got to choose to not let the devil win. He's just a silly liar with no power. 
We just have to keep going. Ah, whatever. Hilarious. This is how powerful I am. Ha, try again. You'll never win. God's will will be done in my life no matter what. That's all you, that's all you have to do. He's just a liar. He's just a liar. You get something like that, like some other people without this revelation could see that and be like, oh my gosh, like someone wants to kill me now. Oh no, you know, without this revelation I'm giving you today, that the devil's just a liar and it's just the devil trying because you are anointed. Hallelujah. Okay, lastly, I'm going to share this this parable with you. Uh, Matthew, Matthew 13. Matthew 13. Um, Jesus is 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 explaining to this parable of the seeds where they where 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 this sower throws seeds and they land different places. And different things happen to the seeds. You might be familiar with that scripture, with that parable. So Matthew 13, 11, he explained, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom, but they have not. Jesus is speaking to his disciples when he says they have not. He's speaking to the religious Pharisees who would not be childlike and accept Jesus' new way, God's new way. So it says, for everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. But those who don't listen with an open, teachable heart, listen to this, this is so powerful, I'm repeating this, Because this is your key to protecting what God has given you and what what he will give you in the future. This here, this verse is key. For everyone, Matthew 13, 12, for everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. But those who don't listen with an open, teachable heart even the understanding that they think they have will be taken from them. That's why I teach the people using parables because they think they're looking for truth, yet because their hearts are unteachable, they never discover it. Although they will listen to me, they will never perceive the message I speak. The prophecy of Isaiah describes them perfectly. Although they listen carefully to everything I speak, they don't understand a thing I say. They look and pretend to see, but their eyes of their hearts are closed, meaning they're not being childlike, open, teachable. But they're taking all the religious knowledge they've ever had, and they're not coming with an open, teachable heart, allowing God to take out the wrong doctrine and wrong theology and bring his true heart, even if they've never heard of it before. Amen. That's the meaning. So it says their minds are dull and slow to perceive. Their ears are plugged and hard of hearing, and they deliberately shut their eyes to the truth. Otherwise, they would open their eyes to see and open their ears to hear and open their minds to understand. Then they would turn to me, and I would instantly heal them. If they will have an open, teachable heart to receive, to receive my message, then I will instantly heal them. This is the key. This is the key. This is the key. If I could give you one of the biggest keys of the kingdom, have an open, teachable, childlike, humble heart. That's the secret. Verse 16, but blissful are your eyes, for they see. Delight, delighted are your ears, for they are open to hear all things. Many prophets and godly people yearned to see these days of miracles that you've been favored to see. They would have given everything to hear the revelation you've been favored to hear. Now you're ready for the, to hear the explanation of the parable of the sower. What was sown along the path represents the one who listens to the message of the kingdom but does not understand it. The adversary then comes and snatches away what was sown into his heart. So if you come, this is speaking of people who come 
without this open childlike heart, and they're like, they have a bunch of things going in their mind, skepticism, criticalness, and they, they don't let it come in their heart. They're too busy not being open and teachable. And their minds are like trying to conflict with just what God wants to release. That's the meaning. So the enemy comes right away and steals it. Remember, I'm teaching you today how to protect what you have received. The seeds that have been sown to you. The truths that God has revealed to you. The spiritual truths that have opened up your eyes. The anointings that's been released to set you free to heal you. The impartation you received to walk powerfully. To be used powerfully by God. Okay, so that's the first one. Number two, verse 20. The one sown on gravel represents the person who gladly hears the kingdom message. But his experience remains shallow. Shortly after he hears it, trouble and persecutions come because of the kingdom message he received. Then he quickly falls away, for the truth did not sink deeply into his heart. It says they gladly hear the kingdom message. So this person has a childlike heart. Like, ah, this word that you're releasing is food to my spirit. I'm like coming alive. I feel Jesus. Yes, thank you, Lord, for this word. But it says, but his experience remains shallow. Shortly after he hears it, troubles and persecutions come because of the kingdom message he received. Then he quickly falls away, for the truth didn't seek deeply into his heart. So it says that this is an amazing heart, but troubles and persecutions came. And it says, because of the kingdom message that you received. That is why persecutions came. This is the word of God. Because of the kingdom message you received, persecutions and troubles came your way. So in other words, this message I'm releasing today, that person would have not received the word I shared today. Wouldn't have taken seriously the word I'm releasing today. They would have felt happy here. They would have felt glad here. They would have felt Jesus here. But they didn't take the intention to, oh, value it. They wouldn't take the intention to say, what I received today is so special, and I will not let the enemy steal it from me. I know he's going to come, and when he comes, he will not be able to take it. Because I'm being intentional right now. This is, this is Jesus. Because so many people have encounters with Jesus. Like here. They receive miracles. Their spirits lit on fire through the message. And, and, and they don't value the experience with Jesus. They take it as any other moment in life. We have so many moments in life. We have so many experiences in life. We watch so many TV shows, read so many books, have so many conversations with people. You have to value what God releases to you so much. I mean, you have to take intention in your heart. You need to meditate on it, journal about it. We have videos of the messages. Watch the messages of the whole service. If God touches you here, releases a prophetic word to you here, sets you free here, heals you here, it's on video. Go watch it later again and again. Relive what God has done. Remind yourself the real Jesus that you received. Because if you don't do that, the enemy snatches it as soon as the persecutions come your way. Let me give you an example of how this happens. And this is prophetically, I'm revealing to you now, one of the biggest strategies of the enemy to take you from this revival, to take you from uh, uh, really being where the power of God is. The biggest scheme is what, what, like his biggest scheme today in today's time is what his scheme was with the Pharisees, which is religious people who don't have open childlike hearts for God to do a new thing, see it as demonic, like their Pharisees did. That's weird. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But be careful. Women, women are, not, women are not supposed to be pastors or preach. 
right? Apostles? Oh, apostles are not around today. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, you better believe that's going to be coming to probably all of you at some, some point. A religious spirit saying that through somebody. Yeah. So be aware. Be prepared. It was, it was Joseph's brothers who threw him in the pit. Even people that are good people, not evil meaning people. The Pharisees weren't evil. They were just spiritually blind. Right? So be aware, be aware that people in your life will carry this religious spirit, will not be humble, childlike. It's not like they're bad people. We love them. Amen. But don't let that confuse you. Don't let, well, it's my family member saying this. Well, it's my good friend. Well, it's my friend who even mentored me saying this. So maybe, like this is how the devil works. This is what it means when the trouble and persecutions come, is he comes sneaky in a way that would be believable to you. Like Joseph was thrown into the pit. What was going through his mind? The devil was putting, maybe you deserve this. Maybe you're not a nice guy for them to do this to you. All lies, right? Same with David. So you gotta you gotta discern that way. Don't be confused. The enemy wants to confuse you. Well, if it's my friend saying this who I trusted before, I'm confused now. No. You need to value what God has done in your life. No one else has had the experience you have. Other people's eyes have not been opened up like you have. You need to make this the most precious thing in your life, what God has shown you and given you. Nothing is more precious in this world. This is the way to protect it. This is the way to protect it. So it says they didn't let it go deep in their hearts. So you have to be intentional to let it go deep in your hearts. Amen. Verse 22, the, ones, this, the one sown among thorns represents one who receives the message, but all of life's busy distractions, his divided heart, and his ambition for wealth result in suffocating the kingdom message, and it becomes fruitless. You got to be all in. You got to be all in. And let me tell you what. I've never seen so much prosperity in every area of my life. Health, finances, peace, joy, complete freedom, friendships, relationships, my calling, my purpose, my relationship with God. I've never seen such prosperity, such success, such abundance as when I gave my all to Jesus. Hallelujah. It's all a lie of the devil that the world is where you find success and abundance and even financial prosperity. It's all a lie of the devil. God wants to open up doors in every area of your life to bring the most amazing people, friends, husbands, wives, he wants to open up doors in the, in, the, in the spiritual realm financially that only he can open up. And you will be more blessed than any person in the world and in every area. Not just in one, but every area. So if you're divided, it's not going to work. I mean, especially when you come to the place where the power of God is. It can't work. It says here, it can't work. You have to be all in. Committed. Keep showing up. Keep showing up every week. Keep showing up. Keep receiving more power of God. Keep receiving more equipping. This is how you protect what God's giving you. Amen. So verse 23, finally it says, but what was sown on good, rich soil represents the one who hears and fully embraces the message of the kingdom. Their lives bear good fruit, good fruit, amen? Abundance in every area, good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30, 60, even 100 times as much as was sown. Wow. That's what God wants for you. And God's brought you here to receive this message so you can yield this harvest of good fruits in your life. And so the enemy cannot steal your freedom. He cannot steal your healing. 
He cannot steal your calling, your purpose, the power of God in your life. He cannot steal it. Amen? God needs strong warriors for him. When you sign up to be used by God, you're signing up to be strong warrior in an army. God needs these strong warriors in this revival army he's building now. He needs us. Amen? For this, he wants to reach way more people. He wants to do so many more miracles in people's lives, set people free. But he needs you. I can't do it on my own. Amen? He needs you. He's calling you. Will you receive this message? Will you fully embrace it and choose to protect it? Stand strong against the enemy's crazy schemes that are not normal of this world. God will give you the strength. God will give you the joy. One time when, when one of the craziest battles that happened in my life, as I reminded myself that, wow, God's using me powerfully. My, my calling is powerful. I started laughing supernaturally. Like the joy of the Lord just came over me supernaturally. A battle is fun when you're guaranteed victory as long as you just show up and apply what you've been taught. A battle is fun when you're constantly the, let's go to let's go to battle. I'm ready to have a victor's crown. I'm ready to be champion for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Choose to value. Choose to value what you've received today. Choose to value what you will receive in the future. When you encounter Jesus or, or when, a, when, a, when, a, when a message touches you, choose to value it. Choose to protect it. Choose to be spiritually aware. The Bible says, be wise as a serpent. Choose to be wise as a serpent. The devil's going to come and try to take me away from this power of God, away from this revival. I'm not going to let him. I was set free. The devil's going to want to try to come back. I'm not going to let him. Which, by the way, if you've received freedom, this is very important to where God has set you free, where his power of God has moved and set you free. Keep coming. Keep coming. Because the Bible says that when demons are cast out and you don't fill yourself, the demons want to come back and bring way more. They want to, specifically you, because they're mad you're free. And so the kingdom of God is not to be played around with like magic, like, okay, let me get my freedom and then off, right? Amen? But it's to be taken seriously. And so when there's a higher level power of God that's dealt with higher level demonic oppression in your life, you need to keep receiving that to fill you, to protect you. And this is an order and principle in God's spiritual realm because he respects his order. Like he has a way in which he moves. And so when we want to be like a buffet, for example, you know, and just kind of disvalue God's order and be a Christian in our own way, it doesn't work. Like God doesn't go against his order. Amen? So I'm revealing this important principle because God wants you to stay free. He wants you to stay free. So keep coming. Keep receiving the power of God. And you will receive complete freedom. You will stay freed. And you will walk in the power of God and amaze everyone in your life as God uses you powerfully in this world. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Just say right now, I receive what you've given me, God. I receive what you've given me, God. I receive this message. I receive this message. Deep in my heart. Deep in my heart. Nothing can touch it. Nothing can touch it. I value it. I value it. I will not let the enemy take it. I will not let the enemy take it. I will be used by God. 
I will be used by God. I surrender to you, God. I surrender to you, God. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands now. God is going to begin moving in power and do signs, wonders, and miracles where you are sitting. Because if a word is declared and people across the world are receiving it, how about you hear when a word is declared right now? Open your heart to receive this right now from God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I declare this power of God to touch you now in Jesus' name. I speak healing to everybody. Every sickness must go in Jesus' name. Every cancer must go. Every disease must go. Every infirmity must leave in Jesus' name. Asthma, people with breathing issues, go now in Jesus' name. Breathe now. Spirit of addiction, go now in Jesus' name. Spirit of depression, leave now in Jesus' name. Anxiety, go now from every person here, every person watching. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I declare attacks that come in the nighttime, demonic dreams, recurring dreams, I declare them to stop now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I see God freeing people right now. God's delivering people right now. I can see right now in the spiritual realm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for every chain of the enemy to be broken off your life. There's some people who have been stuck in a stagnant place. I break that demonic chain for you to be stagnant. I declare the doors to be open for you to be free now and move forward and prosper now in Jesus' name. I declare curses of poverty to be broken off of you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. People who have trouble sleeping at night, insomnia, I speak that to leave now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I speak attacks upon marriages here, attacks upon family. I declare that attack to be broken, to divide in Jesus' name. Spirit of anger, go now in Jesus' name. Spirit of offense, go now in Jesus' name. I speak restoration. I speak peace to every relationship here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Spirit of religion, out now in Jesus' name. Blindness, spiritual blindness of religion, go off of every person now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. People who have problems with infertility, be healed now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Mental problems in the mind, I speak it to go now. Be healed now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.